1: FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come out. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go.
2: Morning. Morning. Still grantless. Yes.
3: He pulled a really strong move, too. So he took his time off. And his day back, his first day back, is Friday. Yeah. So guess what we're doing on Friday? A golf tournament. Which we get paid to do.
2: He's... He's
0: good that He's way, He's not man. dumb.
2: No, Liquid. No. When we were doing the Jamaica trips, he'd go right. His first day back is the day we're leaving on the Jamaica trip. Yeah. Yeah. He's no dummy. No. We are. Well, you know what it is, though?
3: Millennials are constantly thinking of us stuff like that, right? Yeah. How can I maximize my uh lack of
2: ability to do stuff cuz cuz like me when, when like we're taking our vacation in July like uh, around the same time yeah this is the first time since i've worked here i'm actually taking 2 weeks off in a row is it? Yeah, because usually it's a week here, a week there. No, you had two weeks off before, haven't you? No, not. Good, but actually, this this time off that I'm doing, I'm doing four wrestling shows during my time off. Yeah, you're you're gonna be exhausted. Cruise news. In the news, uh, prisons had actually said the uh, process to notify the minister of Bernardo's transfer was followed. So the public safety minister, minister Marco Mendicino, Mendicino said that he wasn't notified. He's the safety minister of Canada. That they were moving Paul Bernardo, and so there's an investigation that's taking place right now. And then the the head of the prison said no, I, no, no, no. We, no, we did, and they have a chain of emails where they were said to his said oh, to the deputy no. minister. Deputy ministers, they were sent to everyone on dates and times and the whole ninth, well, nine yards. Listen,
3: it's it's an investigation, right? Yeah. They're going to do what they need to do to get to the bottom of it. But I, for one, will find it very difficult to believe
2: a politician lied. Are you sure they're honest? That's how they get in. Honesty is the best policy in politics. Well, I hope they sort
3: this out because that, that's a, that's a problem. I, clearly, and again, listen, I don't know. I don't know how this thing works. Like, I don't know how, but you would think that a guy like Paul Bernardo being moved would get, yeah, would be rung up the chain of command. You, you
2: think it would.
3: Somebody might at some point step in and go, whoa, 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 no, 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 Paul Bernardo? What are we doing? No,
2: no, he stays where he is. I guess, I guess the, like the people that were sending the emails uh, in the subject line, you know how we put our, the important stuff in the subject line, high profile offender moving, um, you would think people would open that email. Yeah, or, yeah
3: or at least somebody responsible for checking on emails would go hey hey this might be a good idea to take a look at <laughs> yeah go down to the smoking pit <laughs> talk to the minister <laughs> we we need to have a chat here yeah they i hope someone gets in trouble
1: for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. You have to stop saying that you're going to move to Canada whenever you're mad at something in the U.S.
0: As a Canadian, I'm sorry, but no, you can't. I know we're friendly, but Canada's not your safe house. I mean, we barely let Canadians into Canada anymore, so please, pick somewhere else. I hear, I hear Finland is really lovely this time of year. You have to stop.
3: That was his um, 4th of July message for Americans. So He's funny. Oh, I like Brilliant. Him. Absolutely brilliant. So we're going to turn that into a um, conversation this morning, a topic of the day. If you had to leave Canada...
2: Where are you going? I've got mine. All right, what is it? Iceland. Yeah, you went there, didn't you? Yes. And the thing is is there's no little people there. No little people at all. It's a very it's a very small uh Country. So you're unique. You're already unique. Yeah, I I, I want to stay there. I want to stay in the unique. Okay. I don't want to go. But it's just the only thing is, is I would kind of stand out moving to Iceland. Yes, I am short, but there's no overweight people there. Like they're very slender. They're very thin built. I've heard good things about Iceland. Oh, great food. The people are awesome, and even the winters. They're cold but not as cold as Canada. Not as severe. I wonder what that is. They're on a they're on a volcano.
3: Okay. All right. Um Iceland's not on my list. I am not a very well traveled person. I've only been to Europe once. I've been to Mexico twice and once was Tijuana. We went to Disneyland when I was a kid. I've only been to Vegas once. Like up until I was fifty. I had never been to Europe. My kids been all over the damn world, but I, I've never been anywhere. My I, li- literally, <laughs> I'm getting texts from my daughter who is coming back from Europe right now. She went over to see her boyfriend. She's flying back. She's literally on the plane. I think she's in Germany right now.
2: So I've been nowhere. So I have no frame of reference. I, but I haven't been played many places too. Like I was in Iceland. That was for work when I was with the the midgets, the basketball um, team, the basketball and the team, and basketball. then I've been. Then other than the U.S., I've been to Jamaica, uh, like the Sandals trips. We've been on the Sandals trips. Those were amazing. We were very lucky to get those. I've seen every part of Canada though. Uh, There's not a. See, I I I haven't haven't even seen. seen
3: a lot of Canada. I haven't been back east. I haven't been to the east coast at all. The furthest I've been is Quebec. Like we were trailer trash right like i didn't, i didn't
2: travel a lot, like I stood in the ocean on the tip of St John's, which is as far east as you can go and still be in Canada.
3: You know what I've got to do more traveling in Canada, but if I had to leave if if it came down to it, and they finally said that's it we, we, you're you're out of here. I don't know why I can't explain it I've seen pictures, I've had friends that have gone. And I'm intrigued by Portugal for some reason. And I don't know what it is.
2: That's I don't know anything about the weather. That's an interesting poll.
3: I I know. It's just, it's oddly, it's just something, like when we were thinking about doing this discussion this morning, I was like, what's mine? I also want to go, I don't want to live in Costa Rica, but I want to go to Costa Rica. I've had friends that have gone and it, like, i pictures, the same. Yeah I'd go to visit Visit It's like Mexico Right I don't know if I'd want to live down there But I I like the idea of going back For like a January vacation Yeah Okay I'm I'm taking You got Iceland Yeah And I've got Portugal
1: The locker room topic of the day
3: If you had to leave Canada Where would you go That's our Good topic morning. this morning Daphne what's yours uh, New Zealand Any reason why?
0: Uh, I've traveled there. It's just the most beautiful place you'll ever visit. And they have everything. You can ski in the morning and lay on the beach in the afternoon.
3: Oh, yeah. I've seen, um, what was that? You know Daryl? I'm trying Mm -hmm. to remember the name of his show. Daryl from um, Walking Dead?
0: I didn't watch any of the Walking Dead. Okay.
3: Oh, well, he was one of the characters, and he did a travel show, oddly, called Ride. That's what it was, where he would Uh, go to places around the world, they'd They'd hop on motorbikes, and they'd just cruise around, and they would do, like, a show. And he did New Zealand, and it was un believable Like, just the it scenery. Is, spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. I like yeah, that. I was that, very blessed. That's a good pull, Daphne. Good
1: pull. New Zealand.
0: Thank you. Enjoy.
1: Have a good morning. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Who are we calling Leanne Leanne if you had to
3: leave Canada where would you go Leanne where are you going Italy <laughs> okay any reason why
0: because their wine's good
3: <laughs> the <laughs> vino. It's not that expensive <laughs> yeah I hear it's cheap I want to go visit Greece and I want to go to Italy I have a feeling though if I was in Italy I'd be a 500 pounder within a, a very short period of
2: time
0: yeah the food is a little it's- heavy.
2: Wouldn't you be kind of tall, comparison to a lot of Italians? I think, I think I'm think i tall pretty much everywhere. Six
3: foot stupid, right? Yeah. <laughs> Leanne, yeah. I hope you make it.
1: <laughs> Thanks. Me uh, too.
3: You have a good day. You too. The locker room topic of the day. If you had to leave Canada, our discussion this morning, where would you go? 780 This is Mark. Mark, where are you going?
0: I'm heading to my wholesalers this morning. Okay.
2: Shut <laughs> No, no, I'm t- talking about the. <laughs> I knew about you were going to get that response. Uh-huh,
0: yes. I think, I don't know, uh, my family's from Denmark, I, but I think Sweden's better.
3: Sweden? They're- Scandinavia, then
0: yeah man they have great education they have great social policies great health care super positive people and the women are six foot blondes with blue eyes
3: you're like me there's no chance in hell you're you're basically going to work till you die
0: yeah pretty
3: much <laughs> <laughs> you and I are on the same boat
0: yeah uh, so the, the, the day I stop working I'm probably dead
3: we'll give your company a plug what's the name of your company Mark
0: Trifecta Electrical Solution
3: and are you still looking for
0: staff No, I filled up my roster. I got Dead. a really great you know, team now. It's been a process, but it's it's awesome. I'm very excited.
3: Night, cuz every time I talk to you, you're always looking for uh, for electricians.
0: Absolutely. I'm I'm hiring for fit versus uh skill level so we can train and uh it's it's really working out. It's been a It's been a process, man, but yeah. uh, it's really Really starting the fruits of the labors are starting to show. It's just really awesome.
1: Well,
3: there you go. If you ever need somebody, give me a shout back. Maybe we'll we'll get an electrician a, a job on the radio. Yeah, I'll
0: be awesome, man. I'm not shy to ask Lock. All right, that's Mark. For sure. You take All care. Right?
3: Always a pleasure. Have a
0: great day, guys. Drive get safe. Later.
3: Take care, brother. The
0: locker room topic of the day. If you had to leave
3: Canada, where are you going? That's our topic today.
0: I'm going to Bora Bora. Why Bora
3: Bora? Have you been? No. Is it just fun
0: to say? No, it's just, I've seen lots of pictures of uh, of the landscape there, Locke, and it's just somewhere that I'd really like to go.
3: All right. Denny's on his way to Bora Bora. <laughs> Hell yeah. That makes my Portugal poll less <laughs> interesting.
2: <laughs> Have a good day, brother. You too, bud. Cruise News. In the news, downtown the downtown commercial uh, uh, vacancy rates continue to rise in Edmonton. So the office building vacancy rates have actually gone up across the country, but in Edmonton, the vacancy rates are actually 24% higher or 24% in comparison to the 18 anywhere else in the country. So, So
3: everyone else is kind of getting back to slowly getting back to normal after the stay home COVID thing, and Edmonton's getting worse. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. And they
2: say it's because of COVID, because a lot of people are doing the hybrid workplace where you're working.
3: Are you making that up? No. Are you. So, Edmonton is worse than other downtown cores across the country? and they're not rebound it's cuz no one wants to be downtown
2: it's yeah they they're saying it's because of the people well, not renewing gonna, their gonna, lease no it, it's because people don't want to because they it's not a it's not user friendly it's not no, easy to access these no, places anymore oh
3: no, no no they've done it to themselves We've, we've talked about this constantly. It is not a friendly environment for business in in Edmonton. I, I mean, I don't know. I've talked to countless people. It's not... It, they've done so much damage to the downtown core just based on, on policies and how they run things. It's like, like parking you and, and they transit. To, they and have to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Uh, somebody sent me a note what was it I, I don't even remember now what it was about but it was it, it was something political and, and i basically said you got to vote and we went back and forth a couple of times i don't know when, what the initial conversation how it started but it basically boils down to you are not going to change the wiring of this of this city council This city council is wired a very specific way. That is not changing. They're going to continue to make decisions that um, are... That just don't make sense to the mass, the, to the majority of the people that live in this city, right? They've just got to be removed. And then he and he brings up a good point to me. He goes, We don't have a lot of choice, which is exactly the problem. Yeah. So I'm hoping that at some point in the next 5, 10, 15 years, we end up with a viable choice, something different for city council so that we can start to actually impact some change. We need some new ideas is in that, it, it, with that group, because it's, it's, I'm sorry. I know what you're, I know what you're trying it's to frustrating, say. frustrating, right? Because it's not, and people got to vote. That's the other thing. But you tell somebody to vote and then they're right.
1: Like, but we don't have any,
3: there's no options.
1: You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. How long do you keep your phone generally? You're a couple years. Around. I'm usually a couple years. Like this,
2: this one here is a twelve. And I got a twelve. My too. my contract ends uh, like August. For so either I renew or not. But the battery's going out on it. But it's still in great shape. I might just because I still am on that eye care which I pay for every every month. So I just go in and say, hey, the battery's going in the replace the battery and then just keep going then keep going until i decide that i want a new phone so you you rent your phone kind of yeah like it's that uh, you pay uh like you have the two-year contract where you have to pay so much a month on your phone to okay like i don't buy it straight out like you do i just buy them and then i just run them until i get you know till and i don't buy that, those eye care things either I find it works because it saves you. Like if you need, like if you break the screen, they'll fix it. Yeah. If you like, like that time my iPad, it was on. I it was on Apple Care. Yeah. And then I got beat up by the stripper. Remember? And then it busted. She busted my iPad. The things and you I was get away with, I
3: can't and, believe it. Like,
2: and I was able to replace your iPad because it did no actual damage to the iPad. By the way, it,
3: I have a yeah. quick note about stripping. We'll get to that in a minute. did you were you surprised about the iPhone fifty like I saw iPhone 15 coming out, and that was when I was like, "How old's my phone?" so I have a twelve, but I bought and I figured it out. I bought my twelve a year late because I bought okay. my phone two years ago
2: coming up in the fall mine I, st- well, I bought mine when the thirteen came out. I did too. I got mine around the same time. Yeah, because so because my was, my two years is in August, the first week of August. So I
3: don't know if um if I'm gonna upgrade or not. I'll probably keep going with the twelve
2: until. But they're saying my battery's the, not bad. I got to charge it every day. I sometimes, but I you know I'm using my bus uh, my phone on the bus. I'm you know a lot of that stuff. Like I sometimes have to charge my phone twice. Yeah, And all- Ed, if you go to the battery, if you go to in the settings, uh, you can look at your battery health. Mine says it's at 80% of maximum. Battery health. Where's that? Well, let's do it off air. It's going to be really horrible teaching you how to use your phone on the radio. Is it in settings? So you go, okay, oh, I, there guess, it is. I guess we're doing. Then you click on that, and then there's a thing that says battery health. Where?
3: On battery health and charging. Okay. I'm 86. Mine says I'm at 82. Okay. The reason why I bring it up is because, and I think they make this promise all the time, the iPhone 15, which drops in the fall, is rumored to have a
2: significantly larger battery life. That's so, the 50, because I'm looking at... The same thing. It's the 15 Plus. So it's the, the big sucker like you have there. Yeah, I have the a,
3: 12 Pro. Yeah, or whatever. if
2: I buy that, I might as well just put an iPad in my pocket because uh, that's way too big. I I get the just the fifth. If I was getting the 15, I'd get the 15. And that doesn't have that's the larger battery? It's the smaller. It's, yeah, it's significantly smaller. I don't even
3: want to ask. How much are these things? Like, you know what?
2: It's the same price
3: as a freaking
2: car. But. But you said it off air. They say every year, it's a better battery, it's a better battery, it's a better battery. And it's really not that much better. The one thing that we will get um,
3: texts about right away here is um, Samsung or like the, um, the other, the Androids versus the iPhones. And if you do talk to an Android, that's the one thing that I actually wish... I was an Android person for because it is a pain in the ass, the battery. Like I know guys that have Androids, they charge it once and that's good for like three days. I don't know why iPhone hasn't been able to, to match that yet. Anyway, we'll see about the 15. So apparently the 15 Pro Max, which is probably as much as a a Civic, is going to be a longer battery life. Okay. I got tagged on something on Facebook, and I want to read it for you. Okay? Okay. Now pay attention. This involves you and one of your side hustles. Okay? And it's obvious why I was tagged i wanted to know if there was any way of posting anonymously i have a more sensitive post that i really don't want my name out there as i know the message i'll get i need to post about looking for a male little person entertainer dancer when i posted in another group i mentioned it was a serious post and i was not looking for a little person to exploit them i got a ton of messages threatening mean rude also graphic borderlining on sexual harassment and i'd rather not go down that path again but a family member who is a little person is getting married so we'd like to find a male entertainer and i can't find anything online i reached out to all the clubs and looked online for places where you can hire privately i got told that there's one in edmonton but the cost of having him come down is ridiculous. The event is on Friday. So I'm running out of time. Did this person contact you? Not that I know of. So it's this Friday. Some I've, I had multiple people tag me on this post.
2: Nothing. No, I haven't. This is the first well, you're I've the
3: guy that they're talking about in Edmonton. Yeah. So, did somebody say what it would cost? It's obviously in southern Alberta. I think it's around Calgary.
2: I don't know. I was certain maybe they went through the agencies. I don't know. Because so I still deal with the agency.
3: Oh, you got you to phone Sean.
2: Oh, maybe it was through Sean. But yeah, it like it is. Sean, if I'm do going what, down to Calgary, it is going to be pricey because I'm going to have to get down there. Well, then, and he probably would have added a cut or whatever. Yeah, he probably didn't even let you know about it because it didn't go anywhere. He did ask me about one in the spring, but he never said it was for another midget.
3: Contact him. I'll yep. send you this and find out if this is the same guy. Okay. I'm
1: curious now. 95.7 Cruise FM. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Got a note on text from uh, Trev. I believe this is...
2: Oh, a street teamer, Trev. The locker room I, street teamer. I think,
3: I think it is. And he was listening to yesterday's show, the podcast, because he has a longer bus ride to get to work now. So he was catching up on, uh, on the show and... He, uh, he sent a note just saying that he, he took my advice, not my advice, but someone Viking Joe's advice to watch that snowfall, which is just a great show. I'm into season four now. I, um, I hit that yesterday, and uh, he wanted to thank me for that great show. He's not as far up, but then he recommended um, a show called Justified, which in the past, I've actually tried to watch that one.
2: That's the one with uh, Timothy Oliphant.
3: Yes, he was in um, The Mandalorian the first season. He was the... No, he
2: wasn't in the first season. He was in the second season.
3: Oh, thank God you corrected me on that. Dude, if you're Unbelievable. So anyway, um, if you haven't watched Justified, I didn't get... I think I got a season season and a bit into that one. I don't know how many seasons there is, but it was good. It's definitely one of those shows that I need to revisit. I might have to do that. I have a feeling with this writer's strike, we're gonna start to run out of shows. And here's another um sort of a quick tip. If you're into a show and you're loving the music, which I'm I'm not a massive fan of the music on Snowfall, but it's there's some gems. They have Spotify playlists all the time. Oh, do they? Yeah. So, I, I, like, I'm on Spotify. So if, if you're really into a show and the music is decent, do like a, like, I just did it on on uh, on, on Spotify. I did Snowfall, and I typed it into my Spotify, and there's a playlist of all the music from the show. Huh. And this is on it.
1: Little Rick James, Super Freak. You're in the locker room with Laughlin Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So they found a suspicious
3: white powder at the White House. So anytime this happens, everyone freaks out. Secret Service gets rushed in. They They lock everybody down. They send everybody out. They isolate the situation. They scoop it. Everybody put hazmat suits on. Right? Because it's the anthrax scare, right? And they get their dust pans out and they sweep it in and then they cover it up and then they put it in a vehicle and they rush it off to the labs and it was Hunter Biden's cocaine stash. (laughs) (laughs) We're not saying Uh, that right now, but that's where all the jokes are going to probably end. That's where all the jokes are going? It was Coke, it was Blow. They found blow at the White House. <laughs> Who knew? Where else would you find it? <sighs> anyway, thought I'd get in front of it with the Hunter Biden joke.
1: You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. This is Storm chaser,
2: Eric Jack, just to the southwest of Pittsburgh, Alberta, with a tornado in progress right now, moving off to the east.
3: People are still talking about that video, eh? Yeah, and the storm. And the Disbury. storm
2: was insane. Like I was reading some statistics on it. It was an EF. It was an EF four out of five. So it's one of the t- deadliest storms. It's actually the the uh, what was strongest, the Black Friday one. Was uh, it was a five. It was a it was a four as well. And that, that was, was a four. Okay. But the, uh, but it was stronger than this one. But it, they're still in the same category, in the same rating. But it was the most deadliest storm or the strongest storm to ever hit Alberta since Black Friday in eighty seven. In eighty seven, yeah. And like some of the stuff, it moved a ten ton uh, combine, a farm combine, the length of a football field, and then it rolled for another hundred meters after that. Yeah. So an entire combine. 10 ton combine. It picked it up. Just picked it up and just
3: threw it like it was nothing. It's amazing that nobody um there was a couple of injuries, but there's a couple of injuries.
2: There was a lot of animals uh, like livestock yeah, and quite a few chickens and, and yeah. a lady's horse ended That's up awful. having to be put down. Brutal. Uh but yeah, it was one of the longest uh, the largest storms.
3: That I'm still just Absolutely blown away by this guy, this storm tracker guy. Yeah. I just played a little bit of the audio from the video. That video is insane. Yeah. He is right on top of it. Like, it's nuts. It is insane. I, I know we, we talked about this yesterday and as soon as, um, we got off the air, I, cause I said to, I said to Jimmy, I said, people might want to see this. Just text it to them if they ask. We must have had 50 people ask for it. Yeah. So if you missed that yesterday and you want to see that video, Jimmy can text it to you. It's, it's spectacular. Yeah, seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. One thing I
2: do need to say about the tornado: it was as strong as the one that hit Edmonton, but the Edmonton one was deadlier. Like twenty-seven people died, and because it hit the you know it hit the city, whereas yeah. this at least uh, we did were Nickel lucky through a
3: trailer park. I yes, the, the I, one in I think it did. Because every time we talk about Black Friday, we get somebody that was here that was close to it that saw it um, that. Um, that lived through it, right? And,
2: then and so, yeah. So the lucky thing about this storm is, at least it, it was, was a, it was a mostly n- rural area,
3: not as populated, but the damage it did was like, yeah, mind-boggling what it did to some of the uh, some of the, uh, the 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 buildings and structures that it did hit. So, like I said, it, unbelievable that it did not
2: actually take take a life. Yeah. Cruise News. Alberta is making a $175 million wildfire recovery fund available to municipalities and Metis settlements that were hit by the wildfires. So the communities can apply to be reimbursed for the fire costs, like for the volunteer firefighters. How much? Uh. It's a total of $175 million is what they're uh, okay. putting at this. And this so, is a federal th- thing? Uh, it's provincial. It's provincial- Alberta is doing okay. it. So you can... Uh, th- if you're in these municipalities, you can do that. It'll help for the infrastructure because there could be a lot of damage because of where they put barriers up to stop the fires from going any further Yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. There was uh, 786 fires in Alberta. We have to do this now because I
3: don't know if we get the, the same kind of fire cover. Like, I don't know if insurance picks up this whole tab, right? So
2: so this will offset some of those costs, hopefully. Yeah. And right. yeah it's uh, 38,000 people were uh, were forced out of their homes displaced and, yeah, yeah. because of these fires. Well so we
3: it- have had a little more rain obviously um not enough to completely quench the fires but um but it it has been helping the 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 the, the, dr- the wetter conditions in June have have helped but I yeah. was I was worried because that was an early
2: start to the fire season for sure right and it was, and it seemed like it was never ending. Like the, like, and we thought the smoke was bad here, but you know, it was still bad. This morning yeah.
3: I woke up and I could feel it, right?
1: You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. The new Indiana Jones. It opened in theaters this weekend.
2: Why did I miss that? Why is that not on my radar right now? We were kind of talking about it, but yeah, but it's not doing well no, either. Actually, it's not doing half bad. Like it's uh, eighty-two million in in five days, but that's a major disappointment with respect to what they
3: want to make with that movie, right?
2: Yeah, like, but but the other movies, like the like the the top ranking of the Indiana Jones films from uh, were like the Crystal Skull. In its entire time of in the theaters was three hundred and seventeen million dollars. So there's that not, one I didn't think was very good. But then the Raiders of the Lost Ark was two hundred and twelve. But that was also in the
3: eighties, right? Yeah. So you're looking at comparatively, you know. But
2: and I think, the, and the strength of that franchise has grown over the years. Yeah. But I think box offices as a whole have dropped in the last number of years. Yeah. Yeah. The Flash is bombing, too. Yeah, I'd much be- rather go see the Indiana
3: Jones. Oh, I would see
2: Indiana Jones. In our, and I'm a, I'm a superhero nerd, as you may think. Um, and I'd see Indiana Jones before I I think the reason Flash. why
3: everyone's surprised about the Flash movie is because they brought Michael Keaton back as Superman. And everyone thought that that would be this huge draw for all the nerds, right? What?
2: Batman. Batman, sorry. Sorry. Ben Affleck was... Yeah, and then they brought in a girl for su- uh, yeah, Supergirl. Yeah, so
3: and everyone's always pined over Michael Keaton being Super or, uh, Batman again, right? Yeah. Okay, so there you go. I would go back and watch, I'd go to the theaters to see this new Indiana Jones. I would too. Yeah. The reviews are okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the fifth one.
2: You're going to get what and you're- like And Harrison Ford's like
1: 106 now. Still, he's still a Harrison Ford, though. Yeah. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Yeah, there's still just
2: that uh, collision gateway near the hand Uh, just be aware of that. It's going southbound. If you do see anything else, shoot me a text 780 989 0957. Sad Jimmy traffic. By the way,
3: speaking of sad, we have an update on that um, guy in Calgary that was trying to hire Jimmy to strip. So- so they did I just contacted your and, your
2: manager and the thing is is they took into account I don't drive so I'd either need someone to drive me or pay for my travel down there. Yeah. And then I would probably have to stay there. So yeah, it would have been kind of expensive. Quite expensive. Uh, so sh- so you let
3: another little person down. How do you feel about that?
2: I'll sleep like a baby tonight, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so this is I think coming up
3: tomorrow. Or, or no, hold on. What Friday. day is it today? Friday. Man, I couldn't I have, have not done had it. the days straight this week. So this is this Friday.
2: Today's yeah. Wednesday, so that's it. yeah, the, so that's this Friday. I'll be in a dunk tank. I couldn't even strip
1: anyway. No, anything. I
3: know. You wouldn't have been able to do it anyway. It's just it's it's too bad that this poor young lady isn't going to get the Little person, male stripper that she always wanted at her stagette. I'll get her. I'll, I'll
2: get her to call Bruce.
3: Don't do that. <laughs> That's the last thing you want to do is send him over there. Yeah, <laughs> he'll end up breaking up that marriage.
2: I'm not wrong. <laughs> no.
4: How you doing, back, Milk? Good morning. Doing excellent.
3: How are you guys doing? Very good. We're still grantless, and I'm looking forward to Jimmy's contribution to this segment. (laughs) Um, I will start with this, because I don't know if people know much about Connor Brown. What what do you think about the Connor Brown signing?
4: Well, it's one of those ones that, for me, it's almost like... We all knew it was coming. It Two years ago, Zach Hyman, we all knew he was coming even before free agency. Last year, was Jack Campbell. We all knew he was coming before free agency. Connor Brown just seems to be the latest version in that story. So for those that don't know much about him, he's going to be a complimentary scorer. He's not a top-line winger, but he can help in the top six. He's got a couple of 20-goal seasons, 320-goal uh, seasons under his belt. He... uh He's going to be a guy that um, is going to help the Oilers score some goals. He kills penalties. Just last year, the unfortunate thing was that he had an injury that that he only played four games last year. So the Oilers, that actually helped the Oilers because they were able to get him on one of those like loophole bonus contracts. Yeah. They wouldn't have been able to sign Connor Brown at the rate they did had it not been for his injuries last year. And definitely not had he not been Connor McDavid's friend and line mate when they were in junior. So, yeah, that's probably not common knowledge, right? Yeah, they played together in Erie. Uh, Connor Brown was the captain of that team. Connor McDavid, yeah, young Connor McDavid was on it. So those two have been buddies a long time. He said on one of the panels on, on free agency day that Connor McDavid was absolutely a big part of the reason he came here. I think the Oilers are gonna, Oilers fans are gonna like him. He works hard. He's got a little bit of touch. He's gonna help on the special teams and. As much as I'll miss him, I think he is an upgrade on Kyler Yamamoto. So I think this is a good signing. Interesting.
3: Okay. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Because I wanted to ask you about your feelings about Yamamoto going.
4: Yeah, it sucks, man. It's just like it's unfortunate because the Oilers are so strapped for cash. And having the cap stay flat, really it only moved $2 million in the four years that Ken Holland's been GM. So having the cap stay flat... Hurt, and if it bumped up like we were all hoping it would be, maybe Kyle Yamamoto's still here. But they needed the money, and it just kind of is what it is. At three point one million dollars, he wasn't living up to the paycheck. He Gets to go home, signs in Seattle for one point five. That's probably better suited for the kind of player he is. And just for me, I just I hope he can stay healthy. He had a rough year last year. Yeah, uh, had some concussion issues. So I just hope those are behind him. The cost and loss. Yeah, that one hurts. That one not hurts. Only was, not only was it does it hurt on the ice, he was just fun. Yeah. The quotes were fun. He was full of energy. He would get the fans fired up. We had all kinds of memes for him. So, yeah, that one's no fun. Um, but unfortunately, that's kind of the cost of shipping out a Kali Yamamoto without having to take on anything back in return. So the price of having that off our books was Clem Costin and the reality was he signed for $2 bucks in Detroit. The Oilers yeah. weren't going to pay him that. That is a sizable raise. He went from like 750 to $2 bucks in the span of a year. Woo. Mama. Yeah, and we're going to watch him dominate.
3: That's, that's going to be the hard part because if they would have let him simmer another year here, I think he would have been one of those players that, ah,
4: he's going to be one of those players. That's gonna that's we'll gonna see. dominate in this league. Um, um, I'll cheer for him. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, he wrote, he was on a super heater with his shooting percentage last year. That's the nerdiness behind it. But <laughs> he most of his goals came in a, in bunches, right? So we'll see what happens in Detroit. He definitely doesn't have Connor or Leon around him to play with. So we'll yeah. see how that impacts. That's a good point. Free agency winners and losers. Everybody always does this
3: around this time of year, but it's worth. Getting into just based on what the Leafs did and I'm the first one to sort of jump into the let's troll the Leafs wagon like and quite often I'm at the front with the reins <laughs> and i'm I'm driving the whole the whole uh, caravan uh, but I was I was kind of impressed with the the Domi the Re well the Reeves is what it is and the Bertuzzi signings for for the Leafs. So if we're picking out winners, they lost a lot. But if we're picking out winners, the Maple <laughs> Leafs did well.
4: They're interesting because I really like the Tyler Bertuzzi signing. I think at a one-year, five and a half, they got like a they got a really good player there. Um, the John Klingberg signing that is not going to help them keep pucks out of the net. It's going to help no. them move the puck up ice, but he is not a great defensive defender. Uh I, I was surprised they actually picked him up. Um, Ryan Reeves, that one didn't make sense to me. I know no. they could probably bury him in the minors, but a three-year deal for a guy who's thirty-six, they. That one was odd, Max Domi. I like that one. He's uh, that was kind that of one. not only not only is it a good player that they're picking up, but the story's fun. Like his dad played for the Leafs. He's going back there. There's all those pictures of him as a kid. So yeah, I thought the Leafs did well. I thought the Bruins did really well. They got a they got um, you know JVR signed for a million bucks. That's pretty solid deal for them. They they pulled in Patrick Brown. That's just a depth signing. They pulled in uh old Milan Lucic going back. Luch. Yeah. I was you hoping know? he was going to be a leaf. I was too. You know, we can't win them all. But um, I thought I thought the Bruins did fairly well. It's it's going to be interesting to see kind of what gets picked up as the summer goes on, because now we are July 5th. There's still a lot of guys who are out there unsigned, mm-hmm. and as the summer goes on, they tend to get cheaper. So there's still a lot of decent names out there. So to really pick up some winners and losers, we're probably going to have to wait a little bit. But um, yeah, the Leafs were interesting. I liked what the Bruins did. Um, and on the loser side, I don't understand the, the New York Islanders at all. They... Did nothing but re sign their own players. It's like Lou Lamorello. He's just, he's already taken off for the summer. He's done. He's out of the cottage. <laughs> yeah. So I do not understand the New York Islanders. If I was picking one loser, it would have to be them. Oilers aren't making noisy deals right now, but they
3: are making some strong, smaller little things on this. Would you agree with that?
4: Yep. I would agree with that. Like okay. when TSM Mark came back, he took yeah. a discount one year, 1 million bucks. That's nice. Lane Peterson is a guy who is in the Vancouver system. They picked up, he could push for like the fourth line center job. Who knows whether or not he makes it. Obviously their big signing of the day was Connor Brown. He's going to help them put the puck in the net. He's going to help them keep it out on the PK works hard. Um So yeah, the Oilers. you're a hundred percent right. They didn't do anything overly sexy, but at the end of the day, they kind of did a little bit of housekeeping. They re-signed Olivier Rodrigue, who is a depth goalie for them last night. Yeah. So they're just kind of checking off the housekeeping lists and i wonder if they're going to wait and see if some of these guys get cheaper and cheaper as the summer goes along
3: yeah do we want to get into some of the rumors Ah, we don't we we sports sport donkeyed enough today a lot of sports donkeying today (laughs) we were on our jockeys uh awesome well i appreciate your time bag milk oilers nation thank you thanks for having me
1: You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof
2: Systems.